It's all screwed up out there, man. But you don't need me to tell you that. You already know. Welcome to Deep Americana. Hello, this is Ray Kearney. This evening I will be interviewing Ridge Tanner. He will address the state of homelessness and how to become a beast, but not destroy your house. Uh, Ridge, uh, how do you how do you feel about homelessness, homeless people? Well, I spent a few years homeless uh, out in Salt Lake City. Uh, there's a lot of us. There's a lot of young uh, young homeless people out there. Right. And it, it's certainly grown in the past few years. I've noticed and noticed other people saying um, they're, they're trying hard to fight it, uh, but it's still an ever-growing battle. Right. Uh, it's, it's hard to find a, a place for a lot of these people. There's not a whole lot you can do about it. And uh, what was happening was a lot of other states were sending homeless people our way to our state of Utah. Right. And, uh, and that's kind of why it was growing and becoming a problem. Right. Because you'd have a lot of homeless in the same area. Right. So it'd be over, kind of overpopulated in areas. Oh yeah, definitely. Right. And, um, I try to stay away from these areas, uh, not really wanting to mingle with other homeless. I, I'd stay out in some of the nicer areas at, uh, uh, some of the nicer parks, which is kind of hard to do and right. stay secret. Cool. Well, but I'll uh, tell you, there's a lot of young, a lot of home, uh, young, a lot of young homeless out there. And you're, and you're, I don't know, in your view, why do you think people are homeless? job market it's really hard to say i've always wondered that myself but um right i mean it really has to do with education and i, and I guess uh the older generation their parents and where are they at right it's, i've found it hard to make a place in this world yeah it definitely can be i can concur with that yeah, oh. it's hard to get a foot in anywhere and uh start a life it can be kind of rough uh those first few months of trying to get a place. Right. And I've seen a lot of people make it, but I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's easy to fall into, it's easy to fall back into. Right. I can understand that, yeah. So, how do you feel about the coronavirus? What do you think about that? No, oh, the coronavirus, I mean, I'm not too worried about it. I think it's going to be a big deal if we, uh, if we don't find a vaccine soon. Right. But uh, who knows? I mean, we might find a cure within the next uh, few weeks or few months. Right. Uh, either it's going to it's gonna continue to be a lot worse as it has been showing. It has been starting to spread within the United States, but um, there's still no telling at this point how far it's going to go. Right. Yeah. Did you see that, that we had sold out of masks? Oh, yeah, and I think that's 
that's crazy already. I mean, I can understand in China, but we're running out of, in some areas, out of toilet paper, uh, disinfectant. Right. A lot of people hoarding all this stuff and uh, not allowing others to purchase that same stuff. Right. That's a bad deal. It is. And I, I think it is going to be a huge disaster. And uh, I mean, who knows how long it'll last, even while we uh, are able to take care of it and uh, kind of get it out of the media, how long it's going to linger in our system. Right. So let's see here. Did you you uh, you want to tell me about your beast transformation? Um, it was it, it was in my younger years. So like um, when I was younger, I used to be really lost and uh, kind of getting into my spirituality and uh, looking for different things. And you know, just a bored teenager. And I um, right. I I used to be really heavy into Christianity, and I, I'd see um, that whole spill in about the end times and taking the mark of the beast on your uh, right hand or your uh, your head, your forehead. Right. And and um, so there's one day I, I'd seen this online about taking the mark and able to transform into a beast, and so. Uh, the next day, I went to my friend's backyard and I uh, I stuck a knife into a, a hot pit that I'd lit on fire and smoked up the whole neighborhood. Oh, wow. I had uh, sparked up this knife and got it to, uh, uh, to a hot temperature to where it was red. And then I had, uh, I had carved the number of the beast into my hand. Okay. And, um, and so... Uh, and I was a really crazy kid back then. I hadn't really gotten into hard drugs or anything yet at that point, um, just smoking pot. So a few days down the road during the, a full moon was coming upon us, and I thought it would be a really great idea to uh, take a hit of acid on the full moon, my first hit of acid. Oh, wow. And so I was with my friends, and then uh, as night approached, I uh, was able to get this uh, hit of LSD, and uh, I took it. And as the the moon approached just above us, uh, we were playing we were playing the Call of Duty that war game. Right. And in front of me on on the screen, it there it shows the maps of the United States, and then it. Uh, I mean, uh, North and South America and then, uh, Asia. And then I had, uh, I started tripping. I, uh, I started seeing missiles fly between the two, uh, the two land masses, the two continents. And then I, uh, I started to see sixes swirl in my vision. And then all of a sudden, before I knew it, I, was, I had grown to the size of the room with both of my friends looking at me. And then it was in that moment I was to make a decision whether I was fully transform into the beast and go outside and wreak havoc or uh, stay indoors and kind of wait it out. And that's what I chose because I had uh, compassion and love for my neighbors. So I had chosen to stay indoors and uh, let it pass. But it, it was an 
interesting perspective, whether uh, totally real or not. I uh, I had believed it to be real because I could I I felt my skin grow and I yeah. I felt I had grown to the size of the room and I had uh, two witnesses with me. That's pretty amazing. Take that for what it's worth. <laughs> right. Well, it's an experience, you know. That's that's not a you know that's awesome. Interesting. It's good to find compassion, right? Yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, it felt like I had been filled with fire. Um, it was a strange moment. I had a uh, because I uh, after that point I would get a uh, just these weird weird circumstances where, like, one day I went to a restaurant and. Uh, Normally they had a whole bunch of uh, stuffed animals on the side and like a train set going, but it had been a few years and maybe they were beginning to shut down, but they had uh, just displayed a, a stuffed wolf on display as the only uh, decoration in the restaurant. So it's like everybody around me had known about this, if that makes any sense. Oh, sure. How'd that make you feel? It really made me feel crazy for a long time because I had uh, I had chosen not to go forward with that. Right. Understanding there would only be consequences. Right. Um, but at the same time, I had always tried to get back to that point, uh, trying to relive that moment, maybe taking the other, the other course of life and seeing if I... Uh, you know, maybe I'd be stronger, maybe I'd be faster, maybe I'd uh, be able to accomplish a lot of things I wasn't able to accomplish after that point. Right. Well, hmm. is there anything else that you, you want to share with us? Um, I can tell you what I'm up to now. Um, right now, I'm just, I'm kind of looking forward to maybe... Uh, volunteering at a hospital and uh oh, good. trying to do some good for the community uh yeah yeah well good that's kind of my plan now right on well cool well thank you ridge i i think we're good with what we've got all right well thank you for having me on yeah yeah yeah, man, not a problem. This concludes my interview with Mr. Ridge Tanner.